Welcome to the Collaboration Space. Pull up a chair in our virtual conference room as we share ideas on how you can create an engaging and productive digital workplace. Join AVISPL hosts Nancy Lucier and Anthony Salvegi, along with expert guests, as we chat about fostering collaboration in the office and online through video conferencing. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Collaboration Space. This is Nancy Lucier from AVISPL. With me, as always, is my co-host, Anthony Salvegi. Anthony, what's going on? How are you doing, Nancy? It's great to be here today. I'm doing good. Thanks for joining me yet again. So, Anthony, you know, we've been working from home for a while, but we can go back to the office. And I don't know if you have been to the office or even going out to other places, say restaurants or grocery stores. Do you see a lot of signage with a lot of instructions for you in this post-COVID-19 world that we're in? I think the one thing that I've been noticing is medical offices in particular. For instance, you'll have information that is educational and supports the mission of whatever that facility does. And one of the main things you'll see across the different offices will be best practices around COVID-19. So that's where I'm seeing a lot of, a lot of um, you know, digital signage being used in a way that is educational and informational and supports whatever that facility is all about. Yeah, I'm seeing the same thing. You know, we see that we have to wear masks, stay six feet apart. If we're in an office, there may be special rules to use the kitchen. But I want to introduce a guest who's joining us today to talk a little bit more about the usage of digital signage. And that is Rich Doherty, one of our digital signage experts here at AVI-SPL. Welcome, Rich. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Wonderful. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. So we've, we've been chatting about the different signage that we've been seeing and all these instructions that we have to have if we go to the grocery store or if we go to maybe a museum or any kind of other public place, there's a lot of rules to follow. And I'm seeing some printed signage, but I'm seeing some digital signage as well. So what have you been seeing out outside, Rich, you know, as far as signage is concerned? So with digital signage, not only are you receiving information on best practices with how to handle or best practices for COVID-19, social distancing, as well as just company information and speaking from a corporate standpoint, but in other markets, you can definitely educate the public on all the things your, your branding is, you know, and on top of that, having uh, acknowledging COVID and uh, social distancing and making sure that your visitors and employees all feel safe in that environment, digital signage is the perfect platform to really deliver that information. And you mentioned feeling safe. So I'm thinking that I could also use digital signage to kind of communicate the cleaning and disinfecting procedures that I'm, that I'm doing and that I'm going through just to give everybody that peace of mind to know that I am taking care of that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like I know that certain companies will have to, in between customer visits, like in museums, if they have some sort of exhibit after a wave of visitors go through an exhibit, it's closed for a certain period of time while they clean and prepare for the next wave. So the next wave can be assured that the environment they're going through is COVID free. Yeah. And you mentioned some of the larger venues like museums. Some other usage of digital signage, maybe you can shed some light on, you know, maybe sometimes when you go to where you would normally check in with a person, right, there's no longer a person there. You want to limit that personal contact. There could just be a tablet there to check in. 
Right. There could be a tablet. There could be a huge piece of plexiglass between you and the receptionist. But yeah, the tablet really is the new focal point. So our partners have really developed some very cool products where you can virtually check in. So you can scan a QR code and use your mobile device to input all the data that they're looking for, name, email, whatever, and submit that and check in and uh, either wait in your car or if there is social distancing within that office, you can wait in there. But it, it's it's a perfect medium. There's also... Uh, when you walk into one of these situations, they could have a sensor or a camera of some kind on the tablet where it can take your temperature. It can do ah. uh, yeah, facial and skin temperature reading and document that. And if you are registering a temperature, it will send an alert to someone in the reception staff. And I am imagining before I get to that step, I could have some digital signage to let people know that I am going to do that, right? To let them yeah. know, hey, we're going to need to take your temperature screening before you come in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a good best practice to let them know what they're walking into. And there could be also some thermal imaging. You have the option of showing thermal imaging. It can show a silhouette of where they want you to stand uh, and position your head for the thermal scan. And it's all very open and it's very private as well. I mean, uh, all that information yeah. is only shared with the person that's monitoring this. All great information to share. So, and also in, in some of these larger venues where maybe I used to get a paper map, to find my way around, you know, people don't want to touch and share paper these days. So what are some signage options for wayfinding and or maybe even on my phone that I could deliver to people to their phone where I wouldn't have to hand them any any more paper than necessary? Yeah, you know, and the thing is, we're concentrating on creating touchless experiences. So when it comes to someone trying to find a location, they walk up to the screen. And in the old days, you know, six, seven months ago, you would walk up to it and navigate around the different options on the screen to get to where you specifically wanted to get to and have those instructions pushed to your phone via QR code. So what some of our partners have done to make this completely uh, a touchless, seamless experience is to allow the user to walk up with their mobile phone, mobile device, scan the QR code, and they can now control what's happening on the screen via their mobile phone. Whether the, the phone becomes like a mouse pad and you can navigate around the different options, scrolling around your the surface of your phone to get to the different tabs, or it'll be navigational buttons with like a enter button in the middle, for example. You can uh, punch through all the options and enter what you want. And then again, you get that QR code that will push the step-by-step -step instructions. Because like, if you're like me, I read what the, the steps are on the screen and I walk away and I'm like on step three and I forgot what the next one is. <laughs> so, yeah. So and this sounds like yeah. a solution that makes it really easy for the user. It, it is, it is. And having these step-by-step -step instructions as well as having the overlay and animation of like it with arrows showing you which way to go, how to get to the elevators. And from that point, where do you go left or right out of the elevator? It's, it's really, it's great. So it's foolproof. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. It is. Yeah. yeah. Anthony, have you experienced that going to any places where, you know, you were able to use your mobile phone versus, you know, touching a public touchscreen or anything like that? It's certainly something that I would use if I could, where I knew it was going to keep me safe and yeah. allow me to download that information so that I could then review it on my phone, as Rich said, in my own time and not forget about, you know, what was what was step two or three or four. 
Yeah, and that translates to like corporate messaging. Sometimes HR will have lots and lots to say about a particular subject and you don't have that, you know, you're not going to stand there in front of the display for 10 minutes reading everything. They can do, you know, they can approach this by displaying kind of like a headline or something to really capture their attention and a QR code that will deliver the PDF, for example, to their mobile phone where they can read it at their own leisure, you know, and, and uh, so taking a step back, that is one of the best approaches, I think, to having a touchless experience, having, you know, scanning the QR code and being able to, to navigate and manage the touchless experience through your mobile device. Some of our other partners have taken some other approaches, like there is a foot pedal that has up to eight directional arrows. And so you can use your foot to navigate around the display, you know, so I, I think that that's an interesting approach. One of our partners develops a antimicrobial film that is an overlay that goes over the entire display. And this antimicrobial film can kill up to 99% of germs. And so what they're thinking is that every so often they'll go up and you can use all types of uh, disinfectant, bleach, rubbing alcohol to eliminate the germs. So frequent cleaning, having some hand sanitizer on the kiosk or near the display, uh, like a hand sanitizing station, will all create a great environment where they feel safe and be able to interact with this thing without the worry of catching COVID. Oh, and that is great peace of mind for safety. And yes. I like how Anthony said that, you know, if those options were there, he would use them, you know, to yes. make him feel safer. So that's wonderful. Yeah. And you mentioned you touched on cleaning. I would imagine that if you do have touch screens, that there should be a cleaning protocol in place or even, you know, having each person use their own stylus that would get cleaned in between use. Is, is that what you're kind of seeing? Oh, yeah, yeah. And there are like, uh, there is like this universal key. I even saw it at Staples when I was going through there. <laughs> you can use it to push open doors and also inter touch screen interaction, you know, so, so there are ways. Bring your there, own, bring your yeah, own bring, stylus. Bring your own stylus, exactly. <laughs> and I th it just opens it up, you know, to where you can use this and have that interaction that we used to have without the worry of, of catching, you know, that virus. I want to switch gears a little bit from corporate over to retail and restaurants, because I know a lot of what I've been wondering is, you know, I, I do use things like Grubhub and DoorDash, so I know what, you know, restaurants are on there that are open, but, you know, it's been tough for restaurants. And now that they're starting to reopen, they need to let people know. What are the options? Am I open? Do I have takeout? Can I dine in? I'm seeing a lot of digital signage on the road and in front of restaurants to tell me that they are in fact open. Are, are you seeing that as well, Rich? Yeah, absolutely. And not only digital signage, but there's applications. Like mm. we go to Chili's a lot, but you know, not eat in the restaurant. We're not, mm. we, we are at phase, I think it's phase four here in, in Chicago, but uh, well, we're in a suburb. So Chicago is a hotbed of that virus. <laughs> we're, we're 30 miles west of Chicago, okay. but yes. So we have these applications. I have a Chili's app and I love that, you know, I get put notification pushes and things like that, but uh, I can order online, do curbside pickup and check in when I'm there. So they know when I've arrived to pick up my food. I love that feature. And I know that other restaurants offer the same kind of options for their customers, whether it's uh, an application, a notification, check in, order online, you 
you pull up and you can call them and they'll bring your their food out to you. It's really a convenient way to to stay safe and, and have that peace of mind. Perfect. Anthony, how about you? Are you uh, taking out or dining in? You know, I am rarely eating out. Most of my interactions with shopping has to do with the grocery store, of course, or going to, say, home improvement store. And in those places, a lot of times what you'll see is, is a static signage announcing you know, what is required of you as a customer when you come in, you know, wear the mask, maintain social distancing guidelines, and also announcing what are the precautions being taken by the operation itself to keep you safe, you know, how often are things being cleaned. And Rich, I was just wondering, you know, can you go just a little bit into the benefits of having dynamic digital signage as opposed to just static signage that just shows one thing at one time all the time? Yeah, I mean, with everything changing every, like, it seems like every few days, even our government, you know, their approach and and how to handle this, having a static printed sign, it's like a permanent, you know, like, this is the end all statement for this, you know, with digital signage, you can update that whenever, wherever, you know, so you can get those new guidelines and post them and have it pushed to either one area, you know, different regions have different approaches, different regions have different phases. You can keep everything up to date with the correct language, correct procedure, and then also update them with uh, social distancing guidelines. I know that when we're talking about, you know, taking a step back from restaurants and things like that in conference rooms in the business world, and especially corporate buildings, there is a lot of concern about how many people are in the building. Some of our digital signage partners have partnered and have the ability to display occupancy levels, whether it's in a conference room or in the entire building. Uh, they can register how many people have come in and how many people have left. So you get up-to-date information. So when you go in, if it's if you know what the 50% capacity is and you're going to the office, you know that that, that is you know, you're going to be okay, you know, you're going to be safe, as well as, you know, they can display this, as well as information on procedure, best practices, all that. So you're going into an environment that is safe, that everyone is practicing the same thing that you are to ensure a very safe work environment. I like that I'm going to feel safer, but now, Rich, you have me very nervous about all this content that I need to create for my digital signage for different sizes, different orientations. You know, some people may have creative people on staff to do that and others may not. How can we help with content creation? We work with VL Creative. They're part of Videolink. They do fantastic work. They deliver everything from static images, video, motion video, after effects, animation, 2D, 3D, whatever you can kind of think up, they can deliver. On staff, they have writers, producers. They can take that vision that the client has and make it a reality. So they work with them. They they make sure that what they're trying to achieve and uh, make sure that they're successful at doing it. So if I do find this overwhelming to create all this content, there is certainly help available. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and any and all capacities, you know, whether they, they want to take it this route, if they want to take it, you know, simplistic, if they want to do traditional, or if they want to really do live production, which VL Creative can assist with, they can do everything. Great. Well, Rich and Anthony, um, I think we've gone through a lot of wonderful options to use digital signage in different places post-COVID-19. So I want to thank you both for your time. Yeah, thank, thank you. Nancy. Thank you. 
Well, great. Thank you so much. And Rich gave me the perfect segue into talking about our next podcast, where we're going to welcome Rich back, along with Stu Siegel from VideoLink, to talk more about digital signage and some long-term solutions for content. What types of content can you share? How do I develop it? And how often should I change it? So be sure to check back in next week in the collaboration space. Thanks for joining us today, and I hope you found this time well spent. Thank you for listening to our latest episode. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. We'll see you next time in the collaboration space. Until we meet again, you can connect with us online. Our Twitter handle is at AVISPLinfo, and you'll also find us on LinkedIN and AVISPL.com.